So namaste, welcome everybody. Let's come into lying down on your yoga mat. So make sure you take whatever you need to make yourself comfortable. Make sure you do those little bits of wriggling around to get comfortable. So you might press your feet against the floor and lift your hips a little bit so you can lengthen out your lower back. You might wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears and play around with how far out your arms need to be from the sides of your body so that your shoulders are the most comfortable. Then you might take a moment to point your chin up towards the ceiling and scrunch up the back of your neck and then draw your chin down towards your chest to lengthen out the back of your neck. And then find that spot somewhere in between where the back of the neck feels long and relaxed, but it's still got its gentle upward curve. And let's start our practice now by following our breath in through the nose and doing a long, soft sigh out between the lips. And maybe on that very first long, soft sigh, you know, some tension drop out of the thighs or the forehead or the jaw. Maybe you don't. And then maybe you follow your breath in again through your nose. Do a long, soft sigh out between your lips. And maybe you do it one last time, following the breath in through the nose. And a long, soft sigh out between the lips. and consciously welcoming yourself to the practice. And then you can continue to follow your natural breath in and out. Just noticing if there's a particular sensation of the breath that your attention gets drawn to to begin with. Maybe it's the movement of your belly. It's the breath going in and out through your nose. Just allow yourself to experience that particular sensation as fully as possible, being curious about it. Being open to where that sensation is, the intensity of it. How it might change from moment to moment. When you spend a bit of time just kind of resting with that particular sensation, then you might broaden out that sense of curiosity and see what other sensations you notice, other sensations of the breath. Maybe move them in the chest or the rib cage. Maybe sensations of the body in contact with the ground underneath you, the feet, the back of the pelvis, shoulder blades or the back of the head. Maybe noticing 
the temperature of the air against the skin of your face or your hands. Are you starting to notice some of the sounds around you? So in my space here, I can usually hear some traffic going past outside every now and then. Sometimes I notice the sound of the fridge running in the kitchen next door. Sometimes when I can let my hearing be really relaxed and open, I even notice some bird sounds from outside. I'm just letting all of those sounds and sensations in, making space for everything. Perhaps reminding ourselves that none of those sounds or sensations are good or bad. They just are. And taking the time to notice them. Notice where they are, where they're going. How they might arise and fade away. They might change from moment to moment. Cultivates a sense of suppleness in the mind. And then we might start to draw our attention back in again to focus it a little bit more. Let's draw the attention back in and draw it back into the breath again. Maybe you go back to noticing that particular sensation of the breath that captures your attention most easily. And maybe you come into a few rounds here of a Veloma breath. You start to play around with your breath a little bit. So your Veloma breath is that breath where we break the exhale into three parts to extend it out. So we follow a natural breath in. And then when we exhale, we exhale just a third of the breath and we pause for a moment. Then we exhale another third of the breath and we pause again for a moment. And then we let go of the rest of the exhale breath. The belly falls back towards the spine. We just wait for the next inhale breath to arise naturally. Might feel like it's longer and fuller after that longer exhale. And then do a natural exhale. Follow another inhale breath in. And then break the exhale into three parts again. Exhale, pause, exhale, pause. Let go of the rest of the exhale and wait for the inhale.
So when you've done a few rounds of your Veloma breath, you could let go of that practice. Just come back to your natural breath. Maybe you notice there's some changes to your natural breath. Or maybe there isn't. And you broaden your attention out again a little bit to take in the rest of the body. Maybe you notice there's some changes in the sensations you notice in the body. Or maybe there isn't. No right or wrong, we're just cultivating that sense of curiosity and openness to noticing what it is that this practice does. And now let's start to bring a bit of movement back into the body. So we could start by wriggling the fingers and the toes. Curling the fingers in and then stretching them out. We can rotate the wrists around and then the forearms, loosen the elbows. And then you might feel a longer inhale breath coming and you could float your arms up towards the ceiling and take them back behind your head. And then a long exhale as you float your arms up and over and bring them back down again. And we start to match our breath and our movement. So we might inhale our arms up and over again. And then exhale, float them up and over and bring them back down. And then let's start to work into the legs as well. So let's inhale and just reach the right arm up and over and stretch the right leg out straight along the floor. Have your other knee bent up. And then exhale, bring your arm down, bend your knee up so both feet are flat on the floor. And then stretch into the right side, sorry, the left side. Stretch your left arm back behind your head, stretch your left leg out long. Exhale, bring your arm back down, bend your knee up and put your foot on the floor. And go a couple of times more to each side. And you might notice as you stretch an arm back behind your head, your head really naturally rolls to the other side. So it kind of got that little domino effect that happens. We move one part of the body and it kind of tips another part to do something else. And when you're done, both sides evenly. Let's come back to the right side. So let's inhale the right arm up and over. Let's stretch the right leg out long. And then when we exhale, let's bend that right knee all the way up in towards the belly. Bring the arm down and take hold of the knee with the hand. And let's circle that right knee around a few times here. Right circle anti-clockwise first and then circle clockwise and maybe they're big circles and then maybe they're little circles just noticing what feels best for the hip at this point and we've circled around a few times let's take the hands to hold on to the back of the thigh to support the leg 
And as we inhale, let's float the right foot up towards the ceiling. And then exhale, bend the right knee again. So just gradually opening out the back of the knee. Inhale the foot up, straightening the leg towards the ceiling. Exhale, bend the knee again. And you might do that a couple more times. And then at some point when you've got your foot up in the air, you probably want to wriggle your toes and rotate your ankle around. And then let's bend the right knee again and hold onto the right knee with the right hand. Stretch the left arm out to the opposite side. And then as you inhale, open that right knee out to the right side. You might find your left knee falls a little bit out to the left side to help you balance. Let's play around with that position of the right knee as you open it out. How does that feel in the hip? And then let's bring the right knee back to centre. Release the right arm and take it out to the right side. Take hold of the right knee with the left hand. And then start to draw the left knee across the body and both knees can roll over to that left side. So we roll into a sideline twist briefly. We might play around with that position of the leg. So maybe you draw your knees closer in towards your belly and your twist. That moves the twist further up your spine. That might be the best spot for the twist to be in your spine. Maybe you release the legs further away from the belly. And after a few breaths in our sideline twist, let's roll back to centre again and support the back of the right leg again with the hands and let's inhale and float the foot up towards the ceiling again. You might pause here for a couple of breaths, just follow the breath in and out. Right, imagine you're breathing into the back of the right leg, creating some space. And exhaling out from the back of the leg, creating some softness. And then let's bend the right knee again and let's cross the right ankle over the left thigh and open that right knee out to the right side. We've made that butterfly wing with the right leg and we might give it a little flap, drawing it in and then guiding it further away. And then find a comfortable spot for it. And we might rock the legs from side to side, rock the pelvis from side to side. A little bit of loosening. And you might keep going with those little loosening movements here. Or maybe you feel like you want to reach down, grab the back of the left thigh and draw the legs up towards you to come into your sleeping pigeon pose. And when you feel like you've spent enough time in your sleeping pigeon pose, release the left foot back onto the floor 
and let's float that right foot up towards the ceiling again. We can support the back of the legs again briefly with the hand. And then let's do an exhale as we lower that right leg to the floor. So keep it straight as you lower it. You'll feel those hip flexors and your core muscles turn on to help you support your leg against gravity. And just before the leg gets to the floor, let's inhale and float it back up again. And then exhale and lower it really slowly. And then inhale and float it back up. And then exhale, lower it really slowly one last time. And you might kind of hover it an inch or so off the floor for a moment. And then release it all the way to the floor and give it a nice wriggle. And then bend up that right knee and put both feet flat on the floor again. And pause for a moment to follow your breath in and out. And then let's go to our second side. So let's inhale and stretch the left arm back behind the head and stretch the left leg out long. And as we exhale, let's draw the left knee all the way in towards the belly and take hold of it with the hand. And we can circle the left knee around a few times in one direction. And then the other, noticing how this hip feels. It's a different one to the other side. And then let's take hold of the back of the left thigh with the hands and inhale to float the left foot up towards the ceiling and then exhale to bend the knee again. So opening and closing the back of the knee a few times with the breath. And then perhaps at some point you want to keep that left foot up in the air and kind of watch your toes wriggle around and rotate your ankle. And then let's bend that left knee again. And let's hold on to the left knee with the left hand. Let's stretch the right arm out to the other side. And then let's open the left knee out to the left side. The right knee might fall out to the right side a little bit to help us balance. Let's pause for a moment with that left knee opening out. See how that feels in the hip. Whether you need to make any little adjustments to the positioning. And then let's float that left knee back to centre. Take hold of it with the right hand. Stretch the left arm out to the left side. And then let's roll both legs over to the right. Guiding the right knee across the body. Letting the pelvis roll. Coming into our sideline twist on the other side. Again, we might feel like we need to adjust the position of the leg. And 
And then when we roll the legs back to center again, let's support the back of the left thigh with the hands again. And inhale, float the left foot up towards the ceiling. Let's pause for a moment. And imagine that you're breathing into the back of the left thigh, back of the left knee. Yeah, inhale, creating some space there. Yeah, exhale, allowing some softness. And now let's bend the left knee again and cross the left ankle over the right thigh. So we've made that butterfly wing with the left leg and we can give it a bit of a flap. Might provide a bit of gentle guidance with the left hand on that thigh. And then you might do a bit of rocking of the legs and the hips from side to side. And then we could, if we did it on the first side, do the same on this side. Reach down, grab the back of the right thigh to draw the legs up towards us and come into our sleeping pigeon pose on this side. And then let's release the right foot back to the floor and let's stretch the left leg up towards the ceiling again. And then let's lower that left leg really slowly on an exhale breath towards the floor. So keep the left leg straight as we lower it and just before it touches the ground, let's let the inhale breath float the leg back up. Exhale to lower it slowly feeling those hip flexors and our core muscles working. Inhale, float the leg back up and then exhale, lower it one last time, nice and slowly. We might hover it for a couple of moments just off the floor. And then release it to the floor and give it a nice wriggle. And then bend up both knees, feet flat on the floor. Take a moment to follow your breath in and out. Notice what sensations are here now in the body. Maybe even noticing what's going on in the mind and the heart. And then we could roll over to one side so that we can use our hands and our arms to help us to make our way all the way up and onto all fours. And we might have the knees a bit wider than hip width to start with and the hands a bit wider than shoulder width so that we can do a bit of rocking from side to side and circling around. And then gradually walk the hands in underneath the shoulders, the knees underneath the hips, 
So we find our nice stable all fours position. And then we could start to come into our upward and downward cat. And maybe you take a moment before you move to imagine the movement first. A little bit of movement planning inside your head. Where do you move from when you come into your upward cat? Where do you move from when you come into your downward cat? Can you imagine it being the most effortless movement possible? And then can we allow the body to actually move in the same way? Into our upward cat and then into our downward cat. Noticing if the sensations that we actually experience match up with what we imagined. If they don't, we don't need to judge that. It's just an interesting bit of information. Teaches, the, teaches us a bit more about how this body works, how the brain works, how they work together. After we've done a bit of upward and downward cat for a little while, let's come back to our neutral spine and we can start to walk the hands out in front. So coming into our stretching cat or our lizard pose. The hands walk further and further away. We can release the shoulders and the chest towards the floor. We might imagine the tailbone like a cat when it stretches, the tail up in the air behind us. And then we could start to walk the hands back in again. And let's walk them all the way back in so that we can come up into our high kneeling. And we might give the hands a bit of a shake. We could roll the shoulders around. And let the arms and the shoulders settle. Let's stand nice and tall and balanced here on our knees. And then can we very gracefully shift our weight over to perhaps the right side so that we can step the left foot forwards into our lunge and have the foot a little bit further forward of the knee so that maybe we could bend the left knee a bit more deeply and start to sink the hips forward and down. We get a little bit of stretch down through the back quads those right quads. Let's relax the shoulders, the arms. And we might wait for an inhale breath to let the arms float up towards the ceiling into our crescent moon pose briefly. Following the breath in and out. And releasing the arms, let's come back into our high kneeling again. Pause for a moment. Maybe notice that we're a bit asymmetrical here. And then can we very gracefully shift our weight across to the left to step the right foot forward into our lunge. 
And again, the foot a little bit further forward of the knee so that maybe we bend the right knee a bit more deeply. The hips start to sink forwards and down. And then perhaps an inhale breath to float the arms up towards the ceiling into our crescent moon pose. And then we can release the arms and come back to our high kneeling again. And let's take the hands back to the floor and let's walk the hands a little bit further out in front and let's tuck the toes under. You can sit the buttocks back towards the heels for a moment. And then we could press down with the feet on the floor, make our way into our downward dog pose. And we might take a moment to paddle the heels and stretch the back of the legs to rock backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. And then we might come through a plank pose briefly. And then take knees to the floor, sit our buttocks back on our heels again in a child's pose. We might keep the arms extended out in front. We might bring the hands under the forehead. The forehead comfortably reaches the floor. We might even take our arms back down by our side. And you might let the hips have a little wriggle here. Take a moment to follow the breath in and out. And then let's stretch the arms out in front again, if they're not there already. And let our inhale breath float us back up onto all fours. And then let's bend the elbows, do that controlled flop all the way to the floor. So down onto our tummies. And let's move the hands forward a little bit so they're underneath the shoulders. And come into our cobra pose a few times. So letting the inhale breath float the head and the chest up. And then exhale and lower back down. And then you might pause for a moment. Do a bit of movement planning in your head again. So how would that feel to come up into your cobra pose again? How much push do we use in the hands? How much do we feel the breath floating the head and the chest up? There's something going on in the back muscles, in the legs, in the glutes. And when you've imagined that movement, then perhaps doing it again, letting the head and the chest float up. And then lowering back down again. So remember it's called cobra pose. Maybe part of our imagining is imagining how that snake moves. When you've had enough of your cobra pose, you could rearrange your arms. Maybe you take forearms to the floor and then push down really hard with your arms against the floor to pick yourself up. Let's make our way back to our downward dog pose. And 
And then let's walk the hands and the feet towards each other, come into our standing forward bend. And maybe we're doing our standard forward bend with our hips folding forwards, our head and our spine and our arms hanging towards the floor. Or maybe we know it's better for our back, better for our neck, to have the hands on the thighs and make more of that tabletop back for our half dog pose. And then let's make our way up to standing. So from wherever you are, use at least a couple of breaths to make your way up. And when you make it all the way up, let's inhale, float the arms up towards the ceiling, come into some final rolls. Exhale, bring the hands down through prayer pose. Let the head and the spine follow. So releasing forwards. Bend your knees at the bottom and then push down through your feet. Make the legs strong to help you unravel again. And then maybe from our spinal rolls, we'll come into some half sun salutations. So next time you're inhaling and coming up, let's all just come up halfway to that tabletop back position, hands on the thighs. And exhale here. And then an inhale to come up the rest of the way. And then exhale, sit back in your imaginary chair. And then inhale, come into a little balance on the tippy toes. And then again, let's inhale to grow tall, exhale to fold forwards. Inhale to come halfway up. Inhale to come the rest of the way up. And exhale to sit back in our imaginary chair, noticing those nice strong legs. And inhale to do a little balance on the tippy toes. And then one more round. Maybe this round, you know, it's just somewhere that you want to pause. Maybe it's in your forward bend. Maybe it's in that tabletop back. Maybe it's even in your chair pose. You might do a couple of extra breaths, feeling the legs nice and strong. And then when you finish that round, you can step the feet a bit wider apart and you might swing the arms around in some nice loose twists. And then you can let the swinging slow down, walk the feet back into just hip widths apart. And find your Tadasana, your mountain pose. So weight balanced on our feet. Feet connected down into the ground. Legs strong. Lower back relaxed. Spine long. Shoulders relaxed. 
crown of their head floating up towards the ceiling. We might follow the breath in and even sigh it out. And then let's start to heel toe the feet wider apart and come into some standing poses. So let's have all the toes facing forwards first. And then let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Relax the shoulders. Tune into that rhythm of your breathing. And as we inhale, and before we move, let's imagine it. Can you imagine how when you inhale, you're going to stretch your arms wide at shoulder height and you're going to turn your left toes out to point towards the short end of the mat. And where's that turning out going to come from in your leg? You turn the left leg out. Does something happen with the right hip? What happens when you bend the left knee, sorry, the right knee, and you come into your warrior two? Can you imagine how warrior two feels? And then can you imagine straightening the right knee again? Then exhaling, turning the right leg back in, bringing the hands back to the heart. If we could imagine that being an effortless movement. Let's see if we can match our movement up to our imagining. So waiting, the in, waiting for the inhale breath, just spread the arms wide to turn the left toes out towards the short end of the mat. Exhale, let's bend the right knee, warrior two. Let's inhale, straighten the right, right left knee, exhale the hands back to the heart, turn the toes back in. And then can we imagine that on the other side? So imagine what it's like to inhale and spread the arms wide again and to turn the left toes out and then to bend the knee, come into warrior two and then to straighten the knee and exhale everything back to the start again. And the same on the second side. So let's actually do the movement this time, matching our movement up to our imagination. Inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the toes out. Exhale, bend the knee, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back in, the toes back in. Pausing for a moment. And let's go a couple more times to each side. So inhale. Spread the arms wide, turn the left toes out, exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, straighten the knee, exhale, the hands back in, the toes back in. Inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the toes out, exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, straighten the knee, exhale, the hands back in, the toes back in. Let's add a little bit more this time. So inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the left toes out. Exhale, bend the knee. As we pause in our warrior two, 
Imagine what it would be like to inhale and straighten your knee and reach both arms up towards the ceiling. And then to exhale and tip into your triangle pose. And then let's actually see if we can match our movement up to our imagination. So let's inhale, straighten the knee and reach the arms up. And then let's exhale and tip into our triangle pose. And then let's let the inhale breath float us back up again. Exhale, bend the knee back to warrior two. Inhale, straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back in, the toes back in. And then our second side. Let's inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the toes out. Exhale, bend the knee. Pause for a moment. Imagine what it's like on this side. To inhale and straighten the knee and reach the arms up. And then exhale to release into a triangle pose. And then let's actually match our movement to our imagination. So inhale, straighten the knee, reach the arms up. And then exhale, tip into your triangle. And then inhale to bring us back to upright. Exhale, bend the knee, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back in, the toes back in. You might adjust the position of the feet. And then let's go once more to each side. So inhale, stretch the arms wide, turn the toes out. Exhale, bend your knee, warrior two. Inhale, straighten your knee, reach both arms up. And then exhale, tip to the side into your triangle. Inhale to come back up. Exhale to bend your knee back to warrior two. Inhale to straighten your knee and then exhale the hands back in, the toes back in. And then our last side, inhale, arms wide. Exhale, bend the knee, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the knee, reach your arms up. Exhale, tip into your triangle. Inhale to come back up to upright. Exhale, bend your knee. Inhale, straighten your knee. Exhale, your hands back to your heart, your toes back in. Let's bring the hands down onto the hips. Relax the shoulders. Adjust the position of your feet if you need to. You might inhale here to prepare. And then exhale and start to fold forward. And taking as many breaths as you like when you come forward pausing anywhere you need to or even coming out of your forward bend a little bit to make some adjustments. You might even pause as you adjust and imagine, oh, what would that movement be like if I did come forwards again? And then coming forwards. And you might have your hands somewhere on your legs as you come forwards. You might be folding at the hips Letting the spine and the arms and the head hang towards the floor. Just notice what's best for your spine, for your shoulders, for your neck. 
and then we will make our way down onto the floor into sitting. There's a couple of different ways you can do that. Remember, you might from your forward bend, heel toe your feet back in towards each other. And then bend your knees, come down through a squash. You might from your forward bend, take a couple of breaths to make your way back up to standing. And then heel toe your feet back in towards each other. And then maybe you do something else to do, come down onto the floor. You might come down through a lunge. You might come down through a, um, a downward dog pose. Eventually we all get down into sitting. Make it come into our bound angle with the soles of the feet together. You might keep sitting tall here so we're using all those postural muscles or maybe we feel like we need another forward bend. If we've come forward, we'd let our inhale breath float us back up to upright again. And let's draw the left foot closer in towards us, slide it underneath the right thigh, and then bring the right knee up so the foot's flat on the floor. And the foot could either stay here in front, or it might go all the way to the outside of the left leg, so we tangle the legs up really well. And let's sit tall here. Follow the breath in and out. And then maybe our exhale breath could lead us around into a twist, twisting around to the right. We might find the left arm wraps around the right knee. The right hand goes back behind us for a little bit of support. And even as we stay in our twist, there's still a bit of movement because we're still breathing. And then we notice that when we inhale, we actually come out of our twist a little bit. And then when we exhale, we kind of release into it. And even if we're not noticing that movement, remember it might just be a suggestion of a movement. Or maybe that's what we're imagining is going on. And maybe that makes a difference to our alignment here, to our sense of ease in our posture. And then just for a bit of fun, let's come out of our twist just a little bit so that we can reach down with the left hand and take hold of the outside edge of the right foot. So reaching across the foot to grab hold of that outside edge. And then maybe we start to push that right foot out into the hand so the foot comes up off the floor, starts to stretch away, but across the midline. So maybe there's some sensations going on on the outside of the right thigh here in the glute as well as probably in the hamstring. 
And then we could release the foot and untangle ourselves and come back to our bound angle briefly. And then we can make our way into our second side. We could draw that right foot closer in, slide it underneath the left thigh. Pick the left knee up and put the foot flat on the floor, either in front of us here or across the outside of the right thigh. We can sit tall here, shoulders relaxed. <clears throat> and when we <clears throat> feel ready, coming into our twist on the second side. <clears throat> so maybe it's our exhale breath that releases us round. Our inhale breath helps us sit tall. Maybe we notice there's some actual movement here in and out of our twist as we're breathing. Maybe it's just kind of a little suggestion of a movement. Maybe it's just our imagination as to what's going on. And then same thing on this side, to have a little play around, we could take hold of the outside edge of the left foot, the right hand. So we reach over the foot and around to grab the outside edge. And then we might start to push the left foot out into the hand. The foot comes up off the floor. And then we can release the foot, untangle the legs and let's stretch the legs out in front. Come into our seated dandasana briefly. There might be a little bend in the knees if that makes the back of the legs more comfortable. Can we sit tall here, shoulders relaxed. Still breathing. Jaw relaxed, forehead broad. And then we might take the hands underneath the back of the thighs and use them to help us bend the knees up. And still holding on to the back of the thighs, we might inhale and lift the heart. Exhale and draw the belly in. We're starting to align the spine nicely in preparation for a bit of boat pose. And then maybe we start to let go with the hands. We can start to come up onto the tippy toes. We can pick up the feet. We might keep holding on to the back of the legs. And then when we come out of our boat pose, we can take our feet to the floor. We might slide the legs out long. And we might follow them and come into a soft forward bend as a counter pose. Or we might stay in our forward bend if that feels like the best place to be today. Or maybe we come into our boat pose again, sitting nice and tall, bending up the knees, aligning the spine. 
making our way into whatever variation of our boat pose is working for us today. When we come out, we could slide the legs out long again. Right, follow them into a soft forward bend. So we might feel a longer inhale breath coming and that would float us back up to upright. And we might go for a little walk on our sitting bones on our mat. Might walk forwards, walk backwards. And then bend the knees up when you're in the right spot so there's enough mat behind you that you can recline your way back down onto the floor. When you get there, maybe you want to stretch your arms back behind your head, stretch your legs out long. You might want to draw the knees in towards the belly, hug them in with your hands, rock your legs from side to side, give yourself a bit of a back massage. And then let's release the feet down onto the floor and have them reasonably close towards the buttocks. Let's have our arms down by our sides. We might come into a little bit of arch and flatten first. So inhaling, letting the belly expand, the pelvis roll towards the thighs, the back arch a little bit from the floor. Exhale. The belly softening in, the pelvis rolling back towards us and the lower back flattening out against the floor. You might do that two or three times, that little arch and flatten. And then maybe the next inhale breath, you push down with your feet and you pick your hips up off the floor. You come into a little bridge pose, still with a nice long lower back. And then you exhale and lower back down. You might inhale, do a little arch. Exhale, lengthen out the lower back. Inhale, press down with the feet, come into a little bridge pose with the lower back nice and long. And then exhale, lower back down again. You might do that one more time, inhaling to arch, exhaling to lengthen the lower back. Inhaling into a little bridge pose. And maybe this time you want to pause in your bridge pose for a few extra breaths. You might adjust the position of your arms. Maybe you take them in underneath you, interlace your fingers, and walk your shoulders closer together. You might take the arms out to the sides at shoulder height or even take them back behind your head. And 
And then when you're ready to come out of your bridge pose, <clears throat> let's walk the feet wider apart and maybe a little bit further away from the buttocks. Let's spread the arms wide at shoulder height. Now let's drop both knees over to the left, scissoring them as they go. Float them back up and then drop both knees over to the right. A little bit of a twist through the spine, but maybe also a bit of length through the hip. We drop the legs over to the right. We might imagine that we're reaching the right knee towards the left foot. Getting some length through the left thigh and the hip and even up into the waist. The same when we go the other side, when we drop the legs over to the left, we might imagine that we're reaching the right foot, the right knee, I mean, towards the left foot. Getting a bit of length through the thigh, the right hip, all the way up into the waist. And we can bring the knees back up again, walk the feet closer in, and maybe you keep the feet on the floor and do a couple more twists to each side. Or maybe you bring the knees up over the belly. And have the knees high as you take the legs from side to side in and out of a couple of twists. At some point, you might like to just hug the knees in towards the belly again. You might like to circle the knees around in opposite directions to each other, like you're doing breaststroke legs. And you can release your feet back onto the floor at some point. Take a moment to follow your breath in and out. Just noticing what sensations are here now. There's some other movement that you feel like your body needs so that you can be comfortable for your final relaxation, your shavasana. But maybe you want to stretch your arms and legs out long again. Maybe you want to hug your knees. Maybe you want to do a couple more twists. When you are ready to come into your Shavasana, maybe you keep your knees bent because that's more comfortable for your lower back. Or maybe you stretch your legs out long. And wherever they are, adjust the position of the feet and the legs. So the hips are the most comfortable. The lower back can be comfortable. Wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears. Play around with how far out from the sides of the body the arms need to be so the shoulders can relax. Maybe take a moment to point the chin up towards the ceiling, scrunching up the back of the neck. And then draw the chin down towards the throat, stretching out the back of the neck. And then find somewhere in between. And start your relaxation the way we start the class. So follow your breath in through your nose. 
And a long, soft sigh out between your lips. Maybe with that first long, soft sigh out, you feel some tension drop out of the hips or the thighs or the shoulders. Maybe you don't. And do that long, soft sigh out as many times as you need to. To really welcome yourself into your final pose for your practice. And then you might just keep following your natural breath in and out. Maybe there's a particular sensation of your breathing that draws your attention. Maybe the movement of the belly, the breath going in and out through the nostrils. Just allowing yourself to notice that sensation and to experience it fully. When you've observed that one particular sensation of your breathing for a while, very carefully broaden your attention out and take in some other sensations of the breath. And maybe you notice the movement in the rib cage, sides of the rib cage, or even the back of the rib cage. Maybe you notice a very subtle sensation of the chest filling and emptying out. Maybe you notice the overall sensation of the breath rolling in and out, that wave-like sensation. And then from the breath, can you broaden your attention out again, taking some other sensations in the body? Maybe that's sensations of the body in contact with the ground underneath you, at the feet, and the buttocks, and the back of the shoulders, the arms, 
back of the head. Maybe you notice the temperature of the air against the skin of your face and your hands again. You might even notice the fabric of your clothes against your skin, whether it's warm or cool, tight or loose, even rough or smooth. And then can you expand your attention out again? Maybe you start to notice some of the sounds around you and the space that you're in or further away in the distance. You might remind yourself quietly that none of those sensations or sounds are good or bad. They just are. And we can notice how they come and go, how they change from moment to moment. We might notice the quality of our attention here, how it can be open, spacious. It's a sense of suppleness of the mind that it allows these things to come and go. And now let's imagine that we're gathering our attention in again, drawing it in a little bit. We might focus it a bit more on the sensations in the body, the sensations of the breath. You might start to draw some deeper breaths back into the body. Remind ourselves of the time of day and the place that we're in.
We could start to bring some movement back into the body, wriggling the fingers and the toes. Maybe rotating wrists and ankles. We might bend up the knees if they've been stretched out. We might stretch out the legs if the knees have been bent. We might have a big yawn and a stretch at some point. We can hug our knees and rock on our back. And then when you feel ready, you could roll over to one side. But you can use your hands and your arms to help you to make your way up into sitting and sit however is comfortable. Bring your hands into prayer pose in front of your heart. Bow your head down towards your hands. Take a little bit of time to observe the effects of your practice on your physical body, on your heart, on your mind. You might follow the breath in, sigh it out, quietly remind yourself, I am here. And then let's release the hands out to the sides and inhale, take a nice big breath, stretch the arms up, blink the eyes open. Exhale, bring your hands down. So Shanti, thanks for joining me today, everyone. Have a lovely week.